Sie hören Sport und Musik. Das Spiel ist aus! Deutschland ist Weltmeister! Mario Götze! Mario Götze! Tonight, whether you call it football, football, or soccer, a German-American and a German in America dare to call it Fußball. German Fußball from an American point of view. Let's add some buns to that hamburger and join them for the Schnitzel Boys Deutschland Hour. Da, 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 da. Whoa, whoa. Schnitzel Boys, Monday night. That's right. Schnitzel Nights are back. TGIM, thank God it's Monday night. And it is Martin, it's MLK Day, right? It's Martin, it's a holiday today. It's a holiday Martin, day, Martin Luther King Jr. Jr. Day. day. A very big holiday here in the United States. Banks are closed, I believe. Schools are closed. Schools are closed. Banks are closed. Um, yeah. Mm, As yeah, they should be. <clears throat> they should be. We observe the holiday. One of the few holidays in January. It's like our first holiday after the holiday break. Is like, hey, you get a little MLK day. Yeah, it's a big yeah. ski weekend in Vermont because of the you know the holiday. Um, well, that's what he wanted. That was his biggest. I have a dream. <laughs> it was big ski, big ski guy. Yeah, because he wanted skiing to be more accessible and more available to that's Americans. Right. That's right. Uh, yeah. So you went skiing this weekend, right? I did. Yeah, I just come. I just got back. I just got back. How's the powder? Well, how's the powder, bud? Actually, it was pretty good. We had to. I mean, it was a. Um, you don't. You should not ask me these questions because I, <laughs> I, I, I could go on. I could go on, but I will. Uh, I'll just. Uh, I'll make it short. It's the. Um, it was raining on Saturday. I got drenched, and that's always very, very sad when you're skiing and it rains. Um, even though the to, snow was pretty stop good. Skiing, you have to go go away, or how does that work? Because it becomes uh, too icy, or. Well, no, it's it's. Uh, I mean, it depends. It's it's. Um, no, it's it's more it's more a uh, you know a mood thing. Like it's supposed to be snowing, so rain is bad, and it so it does. If there's enough of it, it destroys the the snow eventually. But it wasn't bad. It was the skiing was good because the snow got was soft, and um. But once you are wet enough, it just gets it's it's unpleasant. And then oftentimes, if it freezes over overnight, the next day can be can be really bad. But that. Didn't happen because we did get some snow overnight and that was good. And then um, Sunday, like afternoon, later in the day at two o'clock, there was a snow squall, I guess, like I've never seen before. It was like total wide out. You could not see uh, more than a couple feet. And uh, that went on for like maybe an hour. It was like incredible mm -hmm. snow. And then... It stopped. The sun came out a little bit. It lightened up. And there was like, we had like powder for like 45 minutes. It wasn't a lot of it, but it accumulated fast. And then it was like a half an hour of pure magic. And then it kind of got trekked out and that was it. But it was pretty, it was a pretty nice couple runs there. You found a sweet spot for 30 minutes. Very cool. Yeah, it's yeah. extra cold this weekend. I was watching an American football game randomly at a bar. Uh, in a grocery store, uh, and the the what? a bar in a grocery store. <laughs> you can don't get me started. I can always go out. Are you? Yeah. Do you have a? Do you have like a, a, a website you go to? Saddest places in LA. dot com. <laughs> now the the grocery store next to where I live renovated part of their store for a while, and they opened it with a wine bar. It's just like a wine bar. 
a grocery store with a wine bar. I know it's very that's, fancy. That is a California thing. Is that's that, a, that's more like a thing you would expect more further north. Like, and this is like it sounds like a, like a San Francisco kind of a, a Napa. kind of a setup. Yeah, an Napa thing. Yeah, I don't know. And then my friends go there and they invite me, and it's weird because it's like in a grocery store. But other than that, it's a great bar. It's also good prices for LA. You know. Uh, David Riccio, good evening, boy. Hello, Hello, David. David. Happy New Year. It says DE. Are you in Deutschland, David Riccio? What says DE? DE? Look at the chat. Good evening, boys. DE, Deutschland. Oh, it's just a flag. He has a, I see a flag. I see a German flag. Oh, my computer's not that smart. It just says DE to me. So maybe he's like got a VPN. It's a a flag. He's (laughs) he's waving, he's waving the German flag as is appropriate for the for the Deutschland Hour Schnitzel Boys podcast. Anyway, back to the (laughs) wine bar. Now, uh, uh, on TV they're playing NFL football games, and it was Kansas City. It was negative nine degrees, but felt like negative thirty. And I'm like, haven't we learned this? Like the U.S. when the U.S. played in Minnesota last year and then matt turner got pneumonia haven't we learned oh yeah to not do that but uh, they were doing it Too and cold. there was there was footage on twitter of a whiteout like literally whiteout 30 minutes before a game and so like cancel that cancel that bro which is uh. why mls cannot play through the winter it's just too brutal around here but so not because can't. not it's it's because nobody will come it's not because they couldn't play it's because nobody would show yeah, you know, sure. You mean you mean for the football games or for the MLS games? For the MLS games, football right. games, people come right. no matter what. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. It's just it's also just dangerous. It's just safer to stay home, right? Well, anywho, uh, MLS is always pretty easy thing. But you know, I sent you a picture of this. I was driving around Hollywood, and near me, there's all these big theaters, and I've seen there's a marquee near me, and I've seen English Premier League stuff there before. Mm-hmm. But this week I drove past and in big letters right on Vine, Vine Street, right by Hollywood Boulevard, near Hollywood and Vine, which is right in central Hollywood. There's a huge theater with a big marquee, and on the marquee it said, The Bundesliga is back! Well, exclamation points. What excitement. I know. Imagine if I told you. That's very like, nice. I know. It's one of those weird, obscure, like. Okay, across the street is <laughs> the like Bundesliga is back, people. Across, most across, of LA is like, okay, I didn't re- didn't realize it was gone. Most of the signs say Maestro for your consideration, right? Because it's oh, Hollywood, yeah. so it's like, and it's award season. And I love that I look to my left. It's like the Bundesliga is back Friday, January twelfth. Bayern mentioned versus Hoffenheim. I'm just like, hell yeah, let's go, let's go Bundesliga. And well, the Bundesliga that. was back. Return this weekend opened with a Bayern mention, and of course, uh, uh, with a somber occasion as Franz Beckenbauer was being honored. It was honored. nice. It was uh, nice to see all the um, Gerhard Streich cried. Did you see that in the Freiburg game? No, I know. Yeah, he I, really, I to post. he, he yeah. really uh, uh, like shed some tears during those uh, during those moments. Um, it was very sweet to see. He was talking about how he was a big, uh, how he was a big uh, base, a role model for him and for all of it, all of uh, for everybody, and how he was a humble person and always friendly and yeah. So yeah, yeah. So they they did the appropriate honors with him, and you know, like at uh, 
at the Bayern game. The Hennis brothers were there. And Lemonade we was did, there. And, and Zepp Maia. Zepp Maia looks Maia pretty good. I hadn't seen him in public for a while. That was that was fun. We did our we did our tribute last week, so we don't need to. We need to don't need right. to do that again. But yeah, everybody was uh, quiet for Franz. Just mention that this this timing of it. Although I will say one thing: after our episode last week, I then went and watched the documentary on German TV, which was great. I highly recommend it. I don't know if you got okay. a chance to watch it. I have not. But remember that bar, that magical bar in Munich that I found, which was like a German super soccer bar with all the scarves on the walls and this, this curly voice and beer, and it was just Bundesliga and all the TV screens. Remember that dream bar? Yeah. Well, they interviewed Lothar Mateos in that bar for the documentary. Oh, okay. Nice. So another callback to that bar, another proof. You know, you know how when they do documentaries, you know, this bar folks, has chops. This bar's got chops. And whenever they cut to Mateos, because they go through all the World Cup winning titles. So when it was time to talk about 1990, they, they talked to Mateos. Yeah. Who's captain. And he's sitting at that bar. And I was just like, I hate Philly was there. He was yeah. captain and he was good. Yeah. And, you know, I'm it, uh, these days not a huge fan of, <laughs> not a huge right. fan of Lota, but in 1990, he bossed that team. He was good. <laughs> Yeah, during his playing days, he's a little cray-cray. He was very good, but a little cray-cray in his personal life. His website, his personal website had a gallery of his former wives on it. You know, that's a weird mentality, right? And then in, his post- web- in 1990, he did not have a website. I'm talking talking late 90s, early aughts. And then, you know, Metro Stars, and then, then he became a coach, and that was very weird. His Mateos is a weird, typical, weird yeah, he's doing his own celebrity thing. player. But since he's retired... Since he stopped coaching and all that craziness, he just writes like a weekly column. He's a TV analyst. I think he's found his footing and maybe he's matured a little bit. I'm you know. going to go out on a limb here. And, you know, when Lothar Mateos passes away in the future, there will probably be a moment of silence. He will be honored. He's one of right. the German greats. I don't think anybody's going to. Not like Flutz. Not like Flutz. No, yeah. Begat yeah. Streich is not going to cry that time. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe he will. But we're not here to doubt. We're not here to poo-poo on him. I was just saying he got interviewed at that bar. What do you mean? Why? why we're not here? Okay. I guess we are here to criticize. I mean, he did He did skip a very important game for my team because he was at Saint-Tropez on vacation. And then he was fired. One of the Probably the first DP I'm... in MLS history to be fired. <laughs> and last, right? Has that happened since? Rafa Marquez tried, but I don't think they he... sold him. I mean, it was they didn't fire him; they sold yeah. him. And Mateus was cut. They're just like I think it was September. They're like, we don't need you anymore. Goodbye. They still have like two <laughs> months left of the season. He was cut. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. Bundesliga is back. Bayern beat Hoffenheim. Bundesliga is back, and it's now the title race. Really, only has two teams left. Yes. So the bigger news I saw in the in, in, in our thumbnail, the big news is Victor Boniface got himself big injury. Going up to this point of time was very interesting to me because we have AFCON, the African Cup of Nations. Mm-hmm. And the Bundesliga has a lot of African players. They're losing, I forgot the count was, but quite a bit. I think Bayer Leverkusen are losing four all, players. All the all all big players. leagues, all big leagues have a lot of African players. The Premier League does too, and this is a, it's a thing. Yeah. Although, I mean, I haven't seen the numbers, but I remember once the Bundesliga had way more than the rest. Uh, but um, anyway, I'm not here to measure how many leagues are losing how many players. But Bayer Leverkusen, I think, are losing four players uh, to the tournament. And Bayer Leverkusen, this is that moment where it's like do or die. It's like 
Now it's time for your depth. Brian Minchin doesn't have a problem at all. In fact, I don't think Brian Minchin has any African players. They haven't lost any players to AFCON. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's really just Stuttgart and Bayer Leverkusen. The only uh, Saudi Omane. Oh, right. No, he's gone. Oh, he's right. Back. He's gone. I know. Uh, I'm just in kidding. Fact, in fact, apparently, he's marrying a 16-year-old woman. <laughs> what? Did you, see that? Did you see that over the weekend? No. <laughs> you brought up Saudi Omane, and it triggered something I saw about him Saudi on Omane. Twitter. Sadio Mane was a stand-up guy, beloved by all, went to Bayern and completely lost his marbles. Well, maybe his maybe he lost his publicist because the latest news out of the Sadio Mane camp, and he's playing when he's in Saudi Arabia, right? Which has its whole other thing. Yeah, apparently, he's like dating or marrying like a 16-year-old woman, and they're like, in this culture, that's perfectly fine and stuff. And we're like, all right, that's What? Gross. When in Rome kind of a thing? I guess. Oh, you might have to fact check me. All I know is that Saudi Omane, okay. yeah, he lost his publicist. Just we shouldn't say these things if they're not true. I mean, he's there. It's, it's, I saw something on Twitter about that. Anyway, the veracity of it, who knows? The context of it, I'd have to dig a little deeper, but I just you mentioned it, so I thought I'd bring it up. Anyway, uh, so the big thing is uh, 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 Victor Boniface has a serious injury, if it was, but he's out till April. So he's not even going to play at AFCON, and he's not going to play for Bayer Leverkusen until April. So it's a big loss for Bayer Leverkusen because Victor Boniface. Okay, so she, they got married. I'm sorry to interrupt. They got married, and she's 19. She's 19. Yeah, but when did they start dating? But they met when she was 16. So there you go. Yeah, it's a little unsavory. (laughs) My story was relatively like I remember the details pretty accurately. Not uh, well. I mean, it all. It always. Yeah, I guess he's how is how old is he? He's now thirty one. So they met when he she was sixteen. He was twenty eight. Yeah, I don't know how much of a stand up guy that could have been. Uh, Maybe I now we know why be. he did fist fights at Bayern because they're like, you gotta stop dating that seventeen year old girl. Maybe is hopefully is what they told him, and he's like, no, I'm a stand up guy. And he started punching him back. Maybe that's what happened behind the scenes. We'll see. That's the sense of this is a this is a very realistic scenario that you're a picture that you one, one can only imagine. It's it's yeah. Anywho, <laughs> moving away from this is the Saudi Amade hour. He's not in the Bundesliga anymore. He's doing his thing. Is he even is he playing in Afghan or is he? Is, good is he, good is question. He, is he done Probably. with that? Because he won his team won the last time, right? Probably, I haven't. I've they? been keeping. Other than the sixteen-year-old thing, I haven't been keeping up super hard on Sadio Mane. All so, right. Anyway, it's, it's apparently that's for the best. I mean, I've. Anyway, so, uh, 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 uh Victor Bonifay is gone till April. That's a B. Stuttgart has Gerasi. Gerasi has an injury. We don't know how bad it is, but it's, an, it's reports say it's a hamstring, and we've seen hamstrings go on for two, three months before. Mm-hmm. So now he's gone. Mm-hmm. So now Stuttgart and Bayer Leverkusen, the two main contenders against Bayern Munchen's throne this year, both have a big bump in the road, but almost unexpectedly. It was like we thought it was because they were going to play at AFCON, but now it's because they're injured. Now, Bayer Leverkusen, like in addition to this, Patrick Schick has gotten back into form and healthy again. Yeah, and Bayer Leverkusen's, to my team. Yeah, Bayer Leverkusen's depth is being tested, and Xabi Alonso is still kicking out of the park. They got a last-minute winner with from, from Palacios over the weekend, so they've still got their win. They're still 
five points clear of the, the title race. Yeah, they're in it, the and Stuttgart, Stuttgart lost to Gladbach, so they're kind of they're not in it for the f un until further notice. They're f eleven points behind Leverkusen. That's a lot. So Stuttgart's bump is being bigger than Bayer Leverkusen's bump, you know. And Stuttgart was the surprise package team of the season, anyway. Right. Uh, 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 more so than Bayer Leverkusen, I would say. And now the agreed, wear agreed. and tear of the season, I believe, is going to finally start kicking with Stuttgart. Well, with Bayer Leverkusen, I don't know. I think he did a good job rotating his players. I think there's decent depth. And the Bayer Leverkusen train still rolls on, rolls on as of this podcast. Like I said, they won over the weekend. They're still leading the table. And without Victor Boniface for the rest of the season, we'll see how Patrick Schick can fill his shoes, you know. Yeah, he seems to be up for it. So speaking of that, something we missed that I forgot to ask you last time. Yeah. You went to Germany. I did. Three weeks ago, right? Three weeks uh, ago-ish? Right, right before Christmas. Yeah, three and a half probably at this point. And yeah. you saw the Bayer Leverkusen team I live. went to Bayer Leverkusen. Yeah, they, they were playing my team. That's why I went. Leverkusen against Bochum uh, with my with my two brothers. It was lovely. It was a lovely evening at the Bay Arena. Um, we didn't talk about it. Yeah, I, I guess. I don't think so. I forgot to ask. I well, I, it, I, I mean, it wasn't a great result for Bochum. We lost three, three zip. Patrick Schick got two, and it was it was especially bitter. It was especially upsetting because Bochum played really well the first half hour. Kind of dominated the the. Dominated, I mean dominated, but like controlled the game. Was uh, uh, had a, had the better chance, had a couple of legit chances. Of course, didn't score, and then you know a couple of. Then it was very quick. There were two quick, uh, quick goals. Um, yeah, Bayer Leverkusen won the game. The question is, what was the, the what situation? What's the beer? What kind of beer cups do they have? How was the train? Did you drive? You probably drove. We drove. Right? We drove. My brother. My brother drove. We we uh, parked quite a ways away. Uh, there was a lot of walking, um, but we did uh, walk across a little Christmas market. This was not. Yeah. I don't think this was Leverkusen downtown, not Leverkusen center, but it was a uh, a, a largish um, mall kind of uh area and had an outdoor christmas market surrounding the mall and so we had some reibekuchen that was very good nice and some uh, um some roasted salmon they were oh. selling uh so that was very that was very tasty this was outside this was not in the stadium in the stadium we had some currywurst which was also pretty decent mm. it was pretty good did you see any ginger a lot hearts? of a you lot see, of uh what did we did see? You see any ginger hearts with bayer leverkusen insignia on it anything like no that? did I you did see any ginger see hearts at all no didn't uh -huh. see any ginger hearts hmm. Uh, there was some there was decent currywurst like i said the bochum fans were rowdy and loud and a lot of them and they had pyrotechnics techniques and and people were saying how they were the loudest fans that had been there all year and uh so respect to the respect to the crowd pyrotechnics um, you mean like rockets or what were they not rockets, no, like, like uh flares, you know flares? They, like flares and it right. was like there was a smoke they had to stop play <laughs> because there was a, a cloud of smoke that had to waft through the uh, that came entirely from the from the visiting from the visiting section. It was across the way from us. Um, now in MLS, that's outlawed. There was a big controversy over the LAFC yeah, game. Yeah, except they, they except they still put it in all their commercials when they could find those shots, even though they are outlawed. So because so it's, it's cool. You know, 
What did I mean, it's outlawed in Germany too. They say that, you know they make an announcement, oh. but I guess uh, I guess it's not really policed very well. So yeah, that's what happened. The Bayer Arena is a decent stadium. There were a lot of Bayer themed tunes that were not great, like like music. A lot of music, <laughs> you know. Usually the the the. Um, you know, most of the songs that are written for the teams are not, it's not usually, no. you know, like it's not exactly Mozart, but uh, it's usually in this, case, in this music, case, it was right? just a lot of it. And it was pretty, I was like, really? People like this? No. I got to find some of this here because that's this what I'm talking um, about. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I had a nice, we had a nice time. It was a nice evening. It was like a little bit, I don't even, it was four to, was it four to one? I think it was four to one in the end, the result. So it was not, uh, it, it didn't go the way I hoped. But but yeah, Patrick Schick looked like he was ready. He was ready to be the striker. Sorry, I'm listening to that. Yeah, there you go. This is yeah, I remember, I remember hearing that. This is just their main song. Let me share it a little bit better here. Does this work here? I don't, we don't, I don't know that, we, I don't know. You wanna, I think we do have to share it because they did such a good right, job. Well, here it is. Can you hear it? I can hear it. This what does that sound like? That sounds. Do you like hear that? Klaus Lager. Yeah, you hear. I hear that beat a lot. You hear it in a lot of stadiums. It's not super arousing. I don't know. And there were a couple more. I wasn't impressed with their with the soundtrack, but. Um, <laughs> Do you but have a little bias? Was, the food was good. the The yeah. food was good. The stadium. We had great seats. My brother came through. Got I've got really good tickets. Nice. Um, what I was in in prime position to see the first two Patrick Schick goals. Were um, you behind the goal? Where were you at? No, on the side. Uh, but at the, uh, but like second row, very close to the field, and um, nice. Uh, and close to the yeah, across the way from the Bochum supporters. So it was uh, that uh, stadium is only a thirty thousand seater stadium. Yeah, it's not super. Five. It's pretty. It's it's uh, it's intimate. Yeah, and it looked like people showed up. Like I mean, this is a Wednesday night, so it's right. not like it wasn't Saturday afternoon. But like, so people showed up late. It looked like oh, is this even going to fill up? But yeah, it was packed. And how would you um, compare it to like an MLS stadium, like an, S- an MLS soccer specific stadium? Is it still? Does it still feel much bigger um, and more like prime time? As no, it were, not that much bigger. I mean, it was it's sort of shaped weird. It has like one side has has this sort of wall of right. um, of uh, I don't know what they who they put there the press or where it's basically people were looking from inside a building. Uh, so it's a, it's a bit of an odd layout. And I mean, in general, American stadiums have more amenities. Like mm-hmm. Germany is just, it's just no frills. It's like you get. You got uh, you got a stadium. There's beer. There's some. I mean, there's some concessions. You could. Yeah, we bought a currywurst, and but then they run out of mayo or whatever, and have to refill. Like it's not. It's not like a particularly, you know, the, the sophisticated concession situation. Whereas in America, everything there's always lots of food and lots of stuff happening. And, when I was in Nuremberg, it was that's just why American of, stadiums. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. That's Please. why American stadiums you know cost a billion dollars uh and yeah i don't know what they spent on on uh, on the buy arena but it was not a billion dollars 
Yeah, at Nuremberg, it was just a beer and a wor- and a Wurst yeah. uh, tr- truck outside. And you grab your beer and Wurst from there, and you went into the stadium. All the stadium was was bleachers, a running track, and a field. So it was very simple. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I mean, that's that's also we've talked about this before. It's the nature of the game. It's, you know, it's two hours. You can go without it. You, you eat, you go, yeah. you eat the Reibekuchen beforehand at the Christmas market. You know, you can go for two hours without a meal. If you watch a football, you know, American football or baseball, you're going to be there for three and a half, right. four hours. That's a different story. Did I share over the holidays as you went to the Bayerina, I went to SoFi as a guest of the owner's box here in LA. Did I, did I share that here on the podcast? I don't believe you did. No, they had uh so I was in the owner's box at SoFi stadium, which is a super billion dollar, super fancy, amazing state. I've never been before. How did, how did that come to be? A friend of mine works for, um, SoFi and mm-hmm. they have access to a box. And when nobody wants to go to a game, it falls. He gets, sometimes he gets tickets sort of as standby. And this was the LA bowl, which was a college game. This was UCLA versus a, Versus a team from the Midwest. I forgot. University of Iowa, I think, or something like that. And I got owner's box seats. Beautiful, amazing. And we had our own attendant making us mixed drinks. Uh, I had margaritas coming all night, plus snacks and waters, whatever you want. You can grab it from the fridge if you want. And then if you step into the main concourse, there was a carving station. There was um, a, a full bar. There was a candy aisle, like 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 a candy shop aisle. We grab all your own candy and measure it by the pound, all for free, by the way. Uh, like literally, the carving station they carved me a tomahawk steak. They had Yum! Some, and, then, and then they had uh, deep fried chicken with sweet chili and pickles. And then they, it's just like I mean, and then they had a whole sushi station. <laughs> so, yeah, it's very different from my experience uh, at the Nuremberg. Station. Amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the owner's box at Bay Arena has 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 better uh, stuff than the but but not tomahawk like steaks. I think SoFi is probably not. There's I no sushi so station. No, no sushi station anywhere to be found at the Bay Arena. I'm sure that's true. Yeah, and then yeah, the box is beautiful. We had our own cushioned seats, right? Like only like it, 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 these box. There's boxes up high, but these are boxes down low. So they were like we were only. Uh, I want to say. 20 rows from the field. It was really nice. It's really nice. Um, Darmstadt plays a pretty rousing song by uh, Decubitus called Alle Le Bleu. Not a good club, but a good song. Oh, Let me try good. this. Does this work? Can we? They show up on StreamYard. So did your comment show up on StreamYard? Oh, there we go. Look at this thing I'm yeah, doing here. I just did that. Or did uh, you do that? Oh, I, I think we both did the same time. Does okay. it show the flag? Oh, see, it doesn't, doesn't show the flag for me there. It shows the flag for me. Hmm. Interesting. Be real. Darmstadt plays a good song called Deco It's called Alle Bleu. Not a good club, but a good song. All right, let's try it. Let's see here. But that sounds just like, isn't that just the French? Alle Le Bleu. No, that's <laughs> the Marseillaise, you remember? That's a different song. Oh, boy. Um, well, there are some, you know, like, I guess I, I, as a Bochum fan, we are also spoiled because we have that Herbert Grönemeyer song, which also is, is pretty good. Yeah, and he custom Ooh. wrote it. That was right. He did not custom write it. Oh, for the Bochum? Or it's just it's one of the songs, but it mentions Bochum. You guys adapted yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, it's called, I mean, the whole album was called Bochum. Um, but it was not made for the team. It was Oh, this is this is Zipier. Rock song. 
Yeah, this is cool. It's like garage band yelling into a mic kind of situation. I like it. It's hip. I like it. I like it. (laughs) It's hip. It's with it. It's hip. It's with it. Darmstadt struggled over the weekend as they are going down, right? Uh, So of of the other clubs... Well, of the other clubs we're looking at, I, we brought up Bayer Leverkusen and Stuttgart. Mm. There are bumps in the road. Bayern Munchen still strumming along. But the other big club I had my eyes on is Borussia Dortmund, right? They have their new oh, staff. Oh, yeah, they did win in Darmstadt. That's three, nothing. Jaden Sancho, it was his return to the club. He had an assist with Marco Royce. Jaden Sancho seemed to have a good night. Uh, and, you know, they, they had a really good, yeah, confident win at Darmstadt. The second half of the season, the eyes are on him. And Terzic is on kind of a hot seat. And um, uh, they started well. But again, it's also it's Darmstadt. Darmstadt has been probably the least impressive club this season, right? Outside of They maybe, are in last uh, place, yes. Oh, yeah. Thanks to thanks to Mainz getting a point and, and Köln getting a point, they now have the lowest point total of all yeah union berlin got a point also club union berlin with the new coach maybe are gonna come from behind we'll see Mainz with a new coach or or was it no was a cone cone with a new coach Mainz stuck with their coach but they all got hard fought draws today yep um bochum got a draw stoppage time equalizer sad bochum I mean, this also was not a, it's not nothing, nothing to write home about this game. But uh, um, but Bochum got a lead, right? Beautiful goal from Patrick Osterhage, shot from from I think the first somebody was saying the first goal from outside the box all season for Bochum after ninety six after ninety seven shots from outside the box. They've had this year. This is the first one that went in. So that was big. But then the stoppage time equalizer, kind of a whack shot that was deflected and came off the crossbar. I mean, yeah, it was, was a great. I had to say, it was a great call. It was a really great call. <laughs> it was a really great call. Which uh, one? The Osterhage shot or the equalizer? The one where it just comes off the crossbar, right? It just. What was in. great about that? It was just a great shot from outside the box. I know. I know. It broke your heart, but. I thought it was pretty cool. It wasn't cool. a great shot. It was deflected. It was a lucky deflection. Maybe I'm thinking of a different goal. There was a goal this weekend. I just watched all the goals before I had to prepare. Where it was like a really nice goal. Slamming off the crossbar in. I thought that was in the Bochum game, but it could be mixed and matched. Uh, but anyway, Bochum got a point. Uh, and the other news is, is Leipzig and Stuttgart lost. So yes. Yeah, so Dortmund. So they've, they're dropped out. Well, Dortmund, Dortmund. But they're still behind... It, it just they're closed the gap behind, a uh, but they're still a fifth. So yeah, I try Frankfurt. I guess it's still and Frankfurt is six. Frankfurt got a big win. They're coming. Frankfurt got some reinforcements. Donny Van der Beek from Man United, Man United. and the uh, and the former uh, Leipzig striker. What's his name? Zeat. Uh, yeah, I just saw it too. Uh, Col- oh boy, I'll Google yeah, it. That guy. I'll that Google guy. It. Um, so Both yeah, not- so really, it's only it's it's uh, it's Leverkusen and Bayern until further notice. That's it. And Leverkusen has a four point lead, but like you were saying, they're they're dealing with some Afcon losses, and uh, it's not Knauf. It's not Knauf. It's Knauf, right? So no, it's not Knauf. Who? Ansgar Knauf. Is that who we're talking about for Frankfurt? No. 
is Gutsy Hold on. Koch. I um, can tell. Kalacic? Yes. Yeah, Kalach, Kalacic. Sasa Kalacic. Yes. He okay. used to play for Leipzig, right? And uh, then uh, and now he's back. He played or, for Stuttgart I, I, and Wolves. He never played for Leipzig. He played for Stuttgart. Is that what you think? Stuttgart. That's what I meant yeah. then. And then uh, from Wolves to Eintracht. Um, and then Union Berlin also got their hands on a reinforcement. Former VfL Bochum. Or VfB Bochum. No, VfL Bochum. Center back. Kevin Vogt, I think his name was. But he is uh he was just bought by Union Berlin to help. Well he hasn't been in Bochum for a while. I, I know. I was just bringing it up because here. <laughs> they bought him from who did they buy him from? Let me look that up. But he bossed their uh center back this weekend and was I think a, a big uh uh help with reinforcement them getting their scoreless draw uh or getting their uh, draw over the weekend. His name is Kevin Folks, number two. They bought him from uh, Hoffenheim. They went from Hoffenheim. Uh, because John Brooks has just been too good. Kevin Folks can't get his minutes. Um, from David Riccio, the two Hamburg clubs are top three of the Bundesliga. That's right. Uh, and I'm, Hamburg definitely, definitely needs some top flight. I mean, Haas Fall needs to get their act together. I don't know. Like with Zampoli, it's fun. It's like, okay, that'll be a fun time but Zampoli is built to be a, a lower division club small club small stadium they're not really big they're not a big commercial club ha has on the other hand they play in a huge stadium of the city club big sponsors they're the only club in that region in the north the north is light on top flight clubs and it's like holstein holstein kiel is number one they're not that far away they're they're even further right. north even north even even north northerner northerner, northerner. They're way yeah. up there. Kiel, I had a good friend of mine, went to college there. It is about only about 45 minutes away from a grand Kiel College? Yeah, something like that. University of Kiel, I think. That's what it's called. But yeah, there's there's Hamboy, Zampauli, Kiel. And like I said, when I was there, um, VfB Lübeck, which is a third division club, is getting some steam. People are into Lübeck, and I'm all about that. But, you know, the, the two big clubs in the north are Veda Bremen and Hasfau. Right? And essentially all the north, it's those two clubs we're looking at. And um, Werder Bremen is back in the top flight after a brief stint in lower leagues. But Haas Fall has been down there for like six seasons now. Uh, I mean, the city, last year the city booked a Metallica concert at the stadium on the date that the playoff would be. But they were so confident that Haas Fall was not going to make the playoffs. They're like, yeah, just book the concert. <laughs> I'm sure we don't have to cancel it. I mean, so that goes to show you how confident they are at that club. Yeah. People don't believe. But this year, I believe. Let's go, Hasfal. Let's do this. Let's do this. Um, yeah. So there you go. 